extra good duty from another booty, Mr. Chris Sapphire from The Circle on Netflix. And I am here getting cozy with Aaron Hill. I just want to welcome you to Getting Cozy with Aaron Hill. <laughs> Thank you. I'm feeling cozy already. Oh, good. <laughs> Super cozy in my closet here. Oh, I love it. Look, uh, many, many years ago, about 10, 11 years ago, when MySpace was the almighty social media platform, I used to do videos in my closet too. I don't know. I felt so comfortable in my closet. It's super comfortable. You're just like in your own little world and you can just relax. And I should have my wine in here. I drank it earlier. I'm a little tipsy right now. Forgive me. Oh, but yes, it honey. makes it more fun. Go ahead. It's Friday night. <laughs> Get yeah. you a drink, honey. Right? Yes. So I just want to quickly introduce you to my listeners. If you guys don't already know, of course, by just listening to him, you have such an iconic voice, Chris. Oh. <laughs> yes, we have none other than Chris Sapphire, and your last name is not Sapphire, I'm I'm assuming, right? My real last name's not, but for about 11, since 2007, so more than 10 years, I've always been known as Chris Sapphire, and so here in Dallas, some people don't even know my real name, it's a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll keep it a mystery, but... He is from The Circle on Netflix, and I fell in love with you on The Circle. I just thought you were this ball of beautiful, positive energy and just this ray of sunshine, as I call you, a little ray of sunshine. And oh my gosh, how you are beloved. You are so beloved. I mean, you have <sighs> no idea. Well, I'm sure you have some idea, but let me tell you on the Facebook groups, like I posted, hey, I'm going to interview this lovely person. Do you have any questions? And I mean, I got probably 500 questions, Chris. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Thank you to everybody. And, and you know, the quarantine took effect right when the circle. Okay, so the circle came out in January. We're in February. Things are starting to get sketchy. Time I was starting to experience what had just happened to my life. Quarantine came into effect. So I've literally been at home. I, of course, I see social media. I do my best to try to keep up with everybody. But I don't know the extent of how big this has become because I'm trapped in a house. You know? <laughs> <laughs> right. That's a good point. Well, I mean, your social media following alone should tell you it's pretty big, right? So. Well, the, the social media exploded overnight. I will say when I, before I went into the circle, I only had... 4,500 followers and in those days I thought if you made it to 10,000 dang you have a lot of followers yes. and so when this started just growing and growing I remember the night I was in my bedroom with my mom and we were about to cross over 8,000 followers and I thought this is so insane mom that's a lot of people Aww. and now I am literally on the brink of half a million people Woo! and I say Thank you. Thank you to God. Thank you to everybody out there who's supporting my crazy ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. We're going to get into the show and all of that goodness because everyone wants to know. They have so many questions. I have so many questions. But what I love to do on my podcast, Chris, that kind of sets me apart, is I love to talk about how you grew up, how you became Chris Sapphire. That is so important to me. And my listeners love to know, you know, where it all began because you are so humble. And we just want to know where does all that come from? So can you start from the beginning? Oh, wow. That, this is going to be fun. Yeah. Okay. Chris Sapphire. 
It was early 2007, and I was at my best friend Oscar Fernandez's house. We were having a sleepover. I was on the floor, and he was on the bed, and we were just chatting about being in a rock band. And he had a thing for Zodiac signs. And so his zodiac sign is an Aquarian, and the Aquarian gemstone is Garnet. And for Virgo like me, it's Sapphire. And we were like, okay, you're going to be Oscar Garnett, and I'll be Chris Sapphire. We were young, and we thought it was the coolest thing ever created. And so that night when we went to sleep, he used to collect little dolls, little weird dolls. They almost look like little creepy voodoo dolls from, like, Hot Topic. <laughs> You know, teenagers in their alternative ways. And I looked at the doll's name, and the doll's name was Lou Sapphire. And I thought, this is a freaking sign. Now, it didn't dawn on me that it was subliminal for Lucifer, <laughs> the little voodoo doll. <laughs> oh, but no. I put two and two, Lou Sapphire, and my gemstone being Sapphire, and us talking about a man. I said, oh, my gosh, this must be a sign. So I said, I'm going to start calling myself Chris Sapphire. And he decided he would be Oscar Garnett. But I actually took it and stuck with it. And so in the same year, down the road, me and my friend Oscar watched party monster the movie about the club scenes and the club kids and i was so inspired by how they would just dress up and be weird and go into the club and introduce themselves as this persona and so i did the same thing i took notes from it i went into the gay club scene and introduced myself as chris sapphire and honey it it stuck it stuck and so after cosmetology school when i started doing makeup professionally i used the name chris sapphire and then when i started doing radio in dallas it stuck Chris Sapphire when I started doing YouTube videos for World of Wonder, the people that do RuPaul's Drag Race. I used it. And then I got discovered by a producer of the CW Network, and I became a pop culture guy on a nationally syndicated morning show like Good Morning America. Mm -hmm. But it was out of Dallas. It aired in about eight or nine cities. I was the pop culture guy. And so there was no turning back now. And so my whole life, I've only been known as Chris Sapphire. And so now I will be honest with you, honey. A while back ago, I thought, Am I getting too old for this stage? <laughs> no. And then when I realized, hell no, look at Neil Diamond. I said, so I'm going to be Chris Sapphire till I die. <laughs> I love it. Oh, my God. Well, I have to say that I love Sapphire because that's my husband's birthstone. So that's very special to me. In fact, when we got married, I had a sapphire in my ring, Chris, instead of a diamond. I did. See? How cool. And, and, so and I love Sapphire's The Real Stone. A few years ago, a doctor, uh, Vicki, uh, her name's Vicki, out in Nashville, Tennessee, mailed me a ring with actual sapphires. Oh. And honey, I cherish it. I still have it. I can't wear it anymore for some reason. My fingers get allergic to it. I don't know where this all came from, but it's beautiful and I'll cherish it forever. Oh my so. gosh. Well, we took it out and we're going to give it to my daughter for her like sweet 16 and make a, a necklace out of it. She's only seven, but she did get me a diamond. So I have a real diamond now. <laughs> Anniversary was yesterday. So that's why we had the big dinner tonight. Oh, that's where that comes from. <laughs> I probably have grease all over me because we had the most delicious filet mignon. And garlic mash and asparagus wrapped in bacon. Is your mouth watering? And um, compound butter and whole clove roasted garlic. It was unbelievable. Shout out to Brian Collins. He is one of my neighbors and he is an incredible chef and caterer. And he literally brought a slab of everything just ready to roll and just dropped it off on our doorstep. 
angel oh. from heaven. Thank you. Right? Wow. I, I love garlic. Honey, I can talk oh. about garlic all day. I'm glad you cannot I'm glad you can't smell me right now because you'd be like, whoa, girl, whoa. <laughs> I, I think it's kind of sexy in a weird way. Like oh. if I was single and I was dating this fine ass guy had garlic breath, I'd be like, Ooh, you're so fine. Like, look, I'm from Texas. I'm from Dallas, Texas, so I think beer breath is sexy. Oh my god, you're hysterical. <laughs> Oh, my God. I love garlic. And if the other person is eating it, then it doesn't matter. But if they're not, that's when it's an issue, right? <laughs> right. Now, I will tell you what kind of breath does uh, smell kind of strong is uh, when people go to a seafood restaurant and eat seafood, oh. the, the, the seafood smell. Now, that is Fishy. strong. And I've noticed some wines, some wines really make the breath smell really strong. But um, other yes. than that, honey, yes. drink away, everybody. <laughs> I love it. Okay. So that was the origin of your name. So that's so special and I'm looking at you and I'm like I couldn't even guess how old you are you look like you're in your 20s to me are you in your 20s oh god bless you honey (laughs) I am happy to say I am 31 years young I actually flew back to the United States from Europe on September 9th I was crossing the Atlantic Ocean it was my 31st birthday so I built the circle in my late 30s when I was 30 years old and it it goes back to that old saying that life begins in your 30s because honey this changed my life overnight (laughs) oh I completely agree with that I'm actually 10 years older than you so my life yeah my life began in my 30s as well so amen to that honey amen to that I love it amen and I'm (laughs) feeling more spiritually enlightened I'm 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 coming into my own I feel I'm, I'm feeling like I'm coming into a new thing I love and I'm it. happy your vibe and just your aura it's just so intensely beautiful like it's you know it's an, it's intense but in a good way I hope you take that in a good way you know what I'm saying thank you thank you <laughs> no thank you so much honey I guess all them years of meditating are paying off <laughs> teach me your ways good lord being home with two kids 24 7 is I need some meditation <laughs> well I'm telling you really quickly I'm found God or God came to me at 14 years old and I've been studying it ever since about five years ago I really immersed myself more into it after going through a quarter-life crisis and I, I really am now at a point where any negative thought that crosses my mind I just I knock it out like no Because here's the thing. If you subscribe to Christianity, anybody out there listening, we are told in the Bible, there's a really important Bible verse that says, bring every thought captive and make it obedient to the knowledge of Christ. So, and there's other verses that say that if you are preach something that is contrary to the word, it is to be a curse. So we are supposed to really think in a certain way and not really entertain anything that is contrary to what God is saying. So if God says all things work out well for those who believe, then any any thought that contradicts that is instantly baseless and dead. And so God is teaching us how to edit our thoughts and stay in this frame of mind. And that's what I call confidence and existing and, and how I live and, and go through life. Now, you will still have negative thoughts, but as you continue to practice this meditation and this truth, they lose their grip on you. You don't get swayed emotionally. You're not all over the place anymore. And that's how I exist. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. And that's just... It's so important for people to hear that because, you know, when they look at you and like on the show and we'll talk more about that, about just how positive you were in every circumstance, every situation, you never lost your cool. You were always just like 
hey, it's awesome. You know, everything is good. Everything is good. I feel like if you know what is in your control and what isn't, that really is the key. You know, that really is the key. And if you keep that up here and in here, you're good. And and you you demonstrate that. You're a walking billboard for that. So. Oh, thank you. Well, you know, a fun tip for everybody is to just realize that we're really not in control of many things. We're really not. But that should not scare you or scare any of the people listening because who better to be in control than perfection? And God is perfection. Because when we're in control or we think we are, honey, everything just turns into a mess and we get stressed because we feel that we have to control the show. No, you don't. You just got to sit back, relax, and have faith and enjoy the ride. Yes. <laughs> we have to talk about how you got into the show because you're in radio. I mean, how did all of this happen? How did that kind of snowball into what an amazing opportunity, you know, the circle is? Well, I say that I am a modern day Forrest Gump. My life has just <laughs> been a long, wild, winding road of here's and there's, and God has just taken me everywhere. I have just wrapped up a year of pop culture recording on that morning show, and my good friend, one of my best friends in this world, Alyssa Edwards, she's a very famous drag queen. She landed her own reality show on Netflix called Dancing Queen. And she said, Chris, you got to be in my show. And I said, come on, girl, let's make it happen. Um, and and I thought, well, this is God opening that next door because the TV show had ended. And I said, here we go, God. So we did Dancing Queen. It became massive around the world. Big success for Alyssa Edwards. And so one day after the show had aired, and you know, now we're all in our worlds again doing what we do. I was at my aunt's house uploading my podcast. I have a podcast called The Gag. It's on hiatus right now because I'm too busy. I don't even have time to do it. Oh. But um, she calls me while I'm uploading my latest episode. And she says, Chris, there is a brand new show searching for people. And I swear, honey, I think you're going to be perfect for the show. <laughs> I want you better yet. They're about to call you because I told them about you. And 20 minutes answer, you're fucking found. <laughs> and so, honey... Like clockwork, the phone went off. Hello, hello, this is Chris. And I started talking to the casting guy. Now, I just want to clarify, no, I was not uh, treated specially. I was just like everybody else. He broke it down, what it was. Are you interested? I said, sure, you know, I ain't got nothing to lose. Let's try it. And I auditioned just like everybody else. It was one of the longest auditions for anybody out there wanting to know. It's very, very long. Oh. And I just kept getting a callback and a callback and a callback. And next thing you know, after all those callbacks... Chris, you are flying to Europe to film The Circle. And I said, oh, my God, I cannot believe it. Honey, I was literally in bed. My face was oily and greasy. My hair looked like <laughs> Scuttle from Little Mermaid. And I was eating sunflower seeds. And next thing you know, I'm getting confirmation that I am going to go film for The Circle. And I had never been to Europe. But I want to give a quick little backstory before all this happened. In the beginning of 2019, I always get these weird gut feelings. It's the weirdest thing. And when I get these gut feelings, something big happens. It happens all the time. I got a gut feeling. And I told my mom, I said, Mom, I think I need a passport because God is going to take me around the world this year. Wow. And unbeknownst to me, it manifested just like I said it. And look, for the first time, across the Atlantic, went to Europe. And not only for the first time, honey to go and film a massive show. <laughs> yes. And I didn't even realize it was in Europe. Was that in London? 
We filmed in, not in London, we were in Manchester, United Kingdom. Okay. Yes. Now, that used to be a big secret, but I can officially say it now because it's in other publications. It's all over the news. Oh, good. Okay. I won't get in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) So you get the call. You are ready and roaring to go. And so you get there, and you do you have any idea what to expect? Are you just thrown in, like, any clue how that's going to go? I had only watched about a good two, three minutes of the UK version of The Circle. Uh. I had no idea how to play this game. I went in fully blind, and I was totally prepared for anything. I said, this is the opportunity of a lifetime. Chris, do it for your family. Do it for your mom. Do it for the future. And Mm. I went into it completely blind. And when you're there and you're just starting to get to know everyone, you know, virtually, of course, what are your first thoughts and feelings being in such a strange situation? I mean, obviously, you've never been in that kind of situation before. No one has, right? But what were those first feelings? I felt empowered. Mm. I felt affirmed. I felt exactly like I was where I needed to be on a spiritual level. I was not afraid. I was not nervous. I said, just like the Bible says, you plan your day, but God establishes your steps. I said, I'm exactly where I need to be. And God is here and everything's going to be all right. And honey, I rode that wave as long as I could. Yes, you did. (laughs) Now, who was the first person that you really felt a true connection with on the show? My very first connection was with Sammy. She reached out to me on day one when we started on the game. I didn't know if any of these people were real. None of us got (laughs) to talk to each other, see each other. The only way you communicate is through the game, the circle, which is true. And she reached out to me. We started talking about makeup. Now, that didn't make the show, but we were warming up to each other, and she was so sweet, and I've got a great connection. All the girls reached out to me very, very quickly, all the girls. And then Antonio did, and Joey, and Shabon. And I still talk to all of them to this day. Oh, I love it. That was one of the questions that somebody had asked on the Facebook group is, were there any chats that we didn't see? Sounds like there were. Oh, a lot of them. A lot of them. Can you share anything? Anything really funny or sweet? Well, you know, one of the greatest chats that I had on the show was actually with Karen Mercedes. It became a little interestingly weird. We started chatting (laughs) and we had a mutual friend. Now, how small is the world? We have a mutual friend. Uh, She's more like an acquaintance to me, but I think Kira knows her more as a friend. Her name is T.S. Madison, and T.S. Madison is a humongous internet superstar, pop culture phenomenon on the internet. She is hilarious, and I've had the pleasure of running into her many times in different venues across the country, and I love her with all my heart. Karen knows her and we just started talking about her and I guess it didn't make the show because <laughs> that would have been weird right like how do y'all yeah. know the same person yes all world definitely yes. oh my gosh that's crazy how did the show prepare you for quarantine because basically <laughs> that was you were in quarantine <laughs> boy we didn't see this coming right I'll tell you we didn't see this coming wow man 
talk about a sense of humor he has up there, God. So you know what? I think my whole life I've been preparing for a quarantine. <laughs> and I'll say that because when I was in high school, I've always loved to make people laugh. I love to always light up folks' day. Mm. I was a jokester, class clown, and one day I got in trouble. <laughs> and I had to be an ISS in school suspension for 31 days. What? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and now... Let me wait, 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 wait. Time out, time out. What did you yes. do? Can you tell us what you did? It, it was a horrible joke. Horrible oh, joke. Let's just say no. it was a badly timed joke. We all live and learn. And it got me in trouble. And I remember when I was in ISS, you're literally in a little cubicle <laughs> and you're doing your work by yourself. You can't talk to anybody. And I was in there for 31 days. Now, after I got out of there, it was around the time when we we're about to go on summer break. So after ISS, we go on summer break. This was in high school. And I ended up coming back and I ended up transferring to another high school where you can go and catch up on work you've been lacking on and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And that, I was there for a whole year, honey, in that building. What? And you can't talk to anybody but for 10 minutes, after every hour, 10 minutes. 10 minute breaks every hour. Oh so God. I said, you know what? I feel like my whole life I've been prepared to just be by myself. <laughs> I'm normally by myself anyways. I can go to the movies by myself. I'm really good at being with me and my thoughts. I, I'm Love really it. good at just being with my thoughts. Gosh, you are perfect for this. You're like, I can be here the whole time. I'm good. Don't worry about me. How do you remain so positive? Just because you have your your faith that really grounds you, yes. it sounds like. That's kind of your core. Your core beliefs and all that is kind of what enables you to be so positive all the time through everything. A hundred percent. My it. faith is my foundation. You know, it, it's your belief system is what dictates everything you do as a human being. What you believe is what you do. And so when you believe in something as high, that frequency as Christianity is, when you really, really get into it, you can't really help but to be in a positive state of mind. It's, it's a byproduct of believing, you know? Yeah. Did you ever want to be a catfish? Did you ever want to come in as someone different? They asked me in the audition process, did I want to be myself for a catfish? And I said, baby, I am going to be myself because I have a horrible memory. And if I go in there trying <laughs> to be some other hoe, they're going to clock my ass and I'm going to get the boot the moment I walk in. And so that's why I got a notebook with me on the circle. Not only is it filled with spiritual notes, it's also me taking notes so that I don't forget things. Honey, I forget what I do quickly. And then down the road, I remember stuff. So my memory's <laughs> bizarre. Maybe all them years to party and kind of mess something in my brain up. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I would be the same way. I'd have a huge notebook by my side constantly, 24-7. What was the hardest thing about being on the circle? Or was anything hard for you? Did you enjoy every moment? Or were there some hard moments for you? I think the hardest moment for me, you guys, was it was very hot in there. Fun fact, in Europe, in Manchester, there's not many air conditioners in the buildings because it's oh. typically cold and fresh up there on a daily basis. Yeah. Now, get this. The day we go into filming, a heat wave comes through. Oh, and baby, no. 
the circle apartment complex of course it's a lot of lights in there because they're filming a show and honey it got hot and that's why fun <laughs> fact when you watch the circle you see dyson fans in everybody's room it's because it was very very hot <laughs> yeah i was noticing that everyone's hair is just like blowing like they're in like a music video you know so that makes sense now this is so funny. Did you ever try to sneak a peek at the cast? Because you know you're, like, in the same vicinity, right? Did you ever try to, like, when you're outside or, like, try to, like, sneak over fences or anything? Oh, no. And you know what? You you won't even get close okay. to seeing anybody else. When I tell you this whole thing is so guarded, so top secret, I would have never ran into anybody from the cast. Never. You can't even hear somebody else in another room. Okay, so you know how, like, when you guys were jumping up and down for joy, or if you're mad stomping around, you didn't hear any of that? Nothing. Crickets. Wow. Really? Yes. Were they soundproofed? Okay, they're soundproofed. Oh, my God, I love this. So much information. All right, you already keep in touch with the cast, you already said, which is awesome. Do you guys have, like, a big group chat or something like that? We do. Me and the cast have a wonderful group chat on Instagram. We touch base all the time. It's lovely. I tell everybody it's like being in a girl band or a boy band (laughs) because nobody could really prepare you for this much success so fast or this much attention. And so we get to rely on each other like a boy band, like, girl, this is what I'm thinking today. How are you keeping up? Are you feeling, you know, it's a really good Destiny's Child, honey. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I love this question. If any of the men on the circle had been gay because you were the only gay man right yay that was it honey okay, they only okay. needed this much sugar up in there right, <laughs> yeah. so if any of them had been gay would you have been interested in any of them if joey had been really? yeah oh my gosh okay, joey is okay. fun he's such a cutie he and is. it was so funny because when the game started i was a little iffy i was like Keep your eye on this Joey one, Chris. He's very friendly. <laughs> you know, when you get into the game, it becomes psychological. You're like, is his friendliness going to work for me or against me? Right. <laughs> but, I mean, in real life, he is a sweetheart, so adorable. And I love his little Jersey Italian being. Super cute. If he was a queen, honey, that would be the almighty queen. Oh, my God. I love it. My favorite part of the show was when somebody was blocked from the chat and then they got to choose to visit someone were you always just like are they gonna come see me like so excited like nervous oh are they gonna come through my door of course because you you don't know who they're going to see yeah you're hoping somebody comes in because keep in mind you are in this apartment filming the entire time and so it'd be fun as well to have human interactions and you're kind of like yeah i get to see a human <laughs> yes one of the best parts i felt was when joey got to see miranda you know that was just so magical oh my gosh we were all like yay yay and i love that they're still together that's awesome. I was right there with you screaming. I yes. Watching the show, I was so in love with that scene. I felt like we all went back to high school and were watching Dawson's Creek or something. Yes. We were just so, so into it. I was loving it. I know. Dawson and Joey. Oh, my God. Joey. <laughs> <laughs> How weird, that. right? That's cool. Yeah. Someone asked, do you have any tips for someone who's applying to be on the show? Assuming there's a season two, there better be. Yes, a season two. They're casting right now. The announcements have just finally been put out. And my advice to you is don't second guess yourself. It's easy to say, but really don't. 
for all the people, especially out there that do believe in Christianity, I want y'all to remember that it says in the Bible, do not second guess yourself. Because if you have faith in God, you understand that he's manifesting himself through you. So when you second guess yourself, it's like saying you don't believe that God can handle what you're in or what you're doing. Baby, don't get, don't let the devil knock you off your game. You just keep your blinders up and you let God speak through you, animate you, function through you, and let's see what it does. Because that's exactly what I did. And honey, look, it got me to fourth place. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Obviously, you wanted to win yourself, but who did you really want to win in your heart? Well, Joey. So when he won, I was like, that's exactly who I would have wanted to Aww. win this too. Of course, I would want all the kids to win, but uh, <laughs> Joey, 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 and I think everything happens the way it should. Honey, I am happy being a lovely fourth alternate. I was very proud of you. I thought, because you were just so solid all the way through. Really. I mean, from day one, you were just solid. Thank you. I never was Thank like, you. oh, he's not going anywhere. He is not going anywhere. And those other people come in, I'm like, no way. They're not going to knock him out. He is, because you were my top. Of course. Oh, thank you, my <laughs> love. Thank you so much. No, I, I really, I, I'm happy. I mean, I was a little sad the day I didn't win because I really wanted to come home and be able to help my mom yeah. and, and my family. We grew up, you know, lower middle class, Hispanic family in Dallas. We didn't have new cars or things like that. And I said 100000 My mom needed her teeth and all of that. Yeah. But look at God. I come back to Dallas. Who would have thought recording star Sia, international superstar, would reach out to me? And mom is getting all her teeth. Yay. All the windows in the house are brand new, honey. Aww. And God willing, yeah, and God willing, next week, I'm getting my braces put on. My dad is getting his teeth fixed. So, look, I didn't win, but the, God said, hold on, Chris. Whoa. Hold on. All right. <laughs> new teeth for everyone. You get some teeth. You get some teeth. Well, you know, it's a fun fact. Not only did my mom need her teeth, my dad needs teeth, too. He grew up very, very poor in Mexico. And, fun fact, I was born with a crooked jaw, and oh. it has been giving me problems the older I get. And so, those jaw surgeries are very expensive. Yes. And so the company that is doing my mom's teeth, thanks to Sia, reached out to me. They're going to do braces on me. And braces is the step right before jaw surgery. So I have faith, honey. Oh, my god! After these braces, God's going to send me the right jaw surgeon. And I'm going to get my new jaw. And I'm going to live a healthier life. It's pretty much corrective because of health things. For anybody out there that suffers with TMJ or crooked jaws, they'll tell you it sucks. Bless <laughs> your heart. So you said you had siblings growing up? Yes, I have one sibling, everybody, my brother Marcos. He lives in Austin, Texas. Me and him are both Virgos. I'm 62 inches tall. He is six inches, uh, six feet, five inches tall. Wow. And he is a lawyer in Austin. Me and him are day and night. He's straight as the day, honey, and I'm as Kalimbo. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that is awesome. You guys are close, you and your brother. We get along very well. We have our, our fights like all siblings. But 90% of the time, we get along. How far apart are you in age? One year apart. One year? And, yes. And I was born on September 9th, and he was born September 21st. So for about two weeks every year, we're the same age. Oh, my God. That's so fun. Your poor mother. Yes. <laughs> I think they call that Irish twin. The name for that. Yes. Exactly right. Yes. And you are very close to your mom. You're a mama's boy in the best way. Oh, yes. I'm very close to my mom. I actually get along very well with my family. And every time I talk about moving out, they're like, no, don't leave. Don't leave. Save your money. Why would you go spend 2000 a month on rent when you could save your money? And I'm like, you're right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. 
it's true and i mean we get along so well and now that my brother's you know out in his world living his life our house it's, it's pretty much just my parents and, and i and so there's enough room and i pray to god the good lord will send me a brand new house it's a dream to have a new home with bigger closets and storage room i'm gonna take my parents with me come on honey we're going to the new house you are such a good (laughs) son such a sweetheart thank you another question that your fan had is if you played again would you change anything Ooh. (laughs) i love that question let's just say if i played again i am ready to go in there now that I know what I'm doing and how this game works, I'll go in there even more like a disco ball and even more like a wrecking ball. I came in like a wrecking ball, but I'm going to go in there next time like a mega, mega, mega wrecking ball. Okay, okay. <laughs> just take it up yes. a couple notches. When you say that, do you mean just be more of a risk taker and put yourself out there more? I think you played the game beautifully. Well, you know, I'm a Virgo, and as a Virgo, we're very cautious in nature, cautious yes. Virgos, and I only believe in horoscopes for fun. Don't not seriously everybody don't don't get mad as a cautious Virgo I always take everything one step at a time like feeling out the energy like what's going on but now that I know honey once you know something Uh, you fly you know so I think naturally I would go in there and I'd still be me but you would definitely see a, a more I know what I'm doing side of me you know got it One question that comes up (laughs) so many times. People are begging you. You don't even know this. They're begging you to make a YouTube channel. Honey, breaking news. I've had a YouTube for, I think, 10 years. (laughs) YouTube.com slash Chris Sapphire. Have fun. Go see all my life's work on YouTube from being on the morning show radio shows, live on location. I even have two music videos that are 10 years old. I have them actually on private right now because a publication put out an article saying, Chris Sapphire releases new music. And I said, wait, wait, wait. That's some old ass 10-year-old music. If I'm new new shit, it's new right. to us, though. See, that's okay. It's Yes, it's new to y'all, definitely. If I'm going to put that unlock it for the public, I would definitely to go on Instagram and say, all right, everybody, this is 10 years old now. We're doing a throwback Thursday. Now enjoy the music video. Yes, please. <laughs> yes, please. Well, they're going to be very excited that you've been on YouTube this entire time. I'm kind of laughing. There, yes, <laughs> I'm there, honey. I love this question. What inspired you to go on The Circle? What inspired me to go on the circle was feeling that calling that this is the next step in my life journey and my career. You know, from doing all this media stuff, I just felt like, well, you know, this is where God's taking me. Let's go. I really don't question too much where he's taking me. I just really enjoy the ride. But I will share a fun story. When I was young, about 13 years old, 12, 13 in middle school, I was in a journalism classroom. My teacher comes up to me one day and she says, Chris, you and Sydney are now submitted in this college media competition. And it's all about college kids that can compete. But for some reason, they've allowed you and Sydney to come compete. Well, at the end of the competition, I won. I ended up winning this college-level media competition in the radio section of it. And I thought, what the hell? They didn't treat me kind. I didn't get, you know, the little kitty treatment or anything. I was in a room with other college kids who were going to college for broadcast journalism. And I ended up beating them. And so down the road... 
now when I started doing radio and morning TV, I didn't go to college for any of that. I didn't even go to college, period. I just went to cosmetology school. I said, well, look at God. Since middle school, he already knew where I was going to end up. And so being on the circle, I said, come on, God, let's come do this reality show. And it was my first time in the arena by myself. Dancing queen, I got a taste of what it's like, but... The circle was a whole other beast, honey. <laughs> oh, my gosh. How do you feel like it changed your life? Once you left the circle, once you left the show, what was the biggest impact that it had on you? Well, uh, definitely I'm so thankful that financially things have gotten better. Before the circle, I mean, I was a graphic design artist. I also, on the side, I, I also know how to draw and paint. And I would sell paintings, a pop culture icon. Be an artist doing the gigs, you know, mm-hmm. uh, gigs to gigs to gig and, and living my best life. And, and now, thanks to the circle, I mean, things are looking very positive and I'm excited for what the future has. But I think another thing that has really changed for me is, of course, well, now, The whole world is watching this show, so of course that changed my life. And after quarantine, we'll find out just how big this monster really is. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) If it ever ends, oh my goodness gracious. Well, I I will say right before it really took off the quarantine, I remember walking around Dallas, like in the mall or going to straight bars, and I would get stopped insanely everywhere even just walking down the sidewalk girls would come screaming running up to me screaming wanting to take pictures and then a little mob of people would come around and they'd all start realizing it's me and i'd just stop and just take pictures on the middle of the sidewalk out by the club and so i thought this is so cool but now because of the quarantine the circle has taken on another life of its own Mm -hmm. Because it came out in January, now it's full steam ahead with it. We'll just find out, honey. We're going to find out. (laughs) Love it. We'll find out together. So a lot, (laughs) right, I'm here for that. A lot of people are asking if you have or would do drag, like full drag. I have never done full drag before in my life. Would I do it? I don't even know how to walk in heels. Don't try to take my gay card, bitches. I don't even know how to walk in heels. I've tried. I look like a giraffe that's drunk. I will tell you, though, that I love makeup. Been wearing it all my life. I used to walk around Dallas with full-blown lipstick and eyeshadow, and I still will. Just right now, um, I got my face cream on right now. But, honey, I love makeup for all it's worth. And I wish a bitch would tell me I'm wearing too much damn makeup, honey. (laughs) Put it all on. I tell everybody, honey, I don't wear lip gloss. I'm putting on the whole damn caboodle on this fucking face. I love makeup. Everybody wear it proudly. God willing, we'll see what the future holds, but I'm just going to say wink, wink, wink. Okay, I love it. Oh, my gosh, I love it so much. Now, would you ever go on another reality TV show? Would you be open to, like, a Survivor or something like that? I want to put it out into God's universe that I want to go on a reality show with my good Judy, Alyssa Edwards. I would love for them to drop me and that crazy ass drag queen that I love so much on an (laughs) island in the middle of bumfuck nowhere on planet Earth. I think me and her on an island out in the middle of nowhere would be hilarious. Okay. Like your own little survivor. Yes, like our own little survivor. Me, her, bring on some of the circle cast, and let's just do it. And, yeah, no, I would definitely go on another reality show. I love entertainment. I love fun. I love entertaining folks. And, yeah, honey, 
I'm down for anything except fear factor. If that's even still around, I'm not trying to eat no roaches or anything like that. No. I interviewed Jalen Bishop, and she is a hilarious comedian, and she tried out for Fear Factor and did not know that they're going to turn off the lights. <laughs> oh, my God. She was screaming, turn those lights back on. Turn those lights back on. And they said, no, that's part of the show. And he, she's like, oh, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. It was hilarious. She had no idea. <laughs> oh, my God. Power to you, honey. I, I could never do it. I'm scared of the dark. I sleep with two nightlights on in my room. Uh-uh. Oh, my God. I understand. I love it pitch black. I, people call me uh, Priscilla because I love my room just as dark as possible. Oh, my God. Power to you, honey. I'm scared of the dark. Uh, I need to know what's around me all the time. That's that control freak in me. <laughs> I'm learning to relinquish. I'm still practicing the spirituality. You are the cutest thing ever. So let's get to a couple of really fun questions. <laughs> are you a top or a bottom? Oh, my God. <laughs> you think we are going there on this good, blessed day on this radio show? You would have thought we were on Christian radio a minute ago. Now we're on X radio. Okay. Baby, I am an open book. I would say I am versatile. Okay. I've been single since I was 15. Nice. But honey... I am that kind of girl. I want to be thrown around like a pretzel. I want you to throw my ass uh, against the wall. Yes. Chain me up. yes. Girl, I want to be in a romance novel. I want to be that girl. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. That's what people are wondering. How are you still single? Are you just super particular of what you're looking for? No, you know, every single guy I've ever liked in my entire life has rejected me. They friend zoned me instantly. Uh, There was a time, uh, I guess about 10 years ago, the gay movement was a little different. Uh, Some of the guys I like would think I was too feminine or too gay. Uh, I know a lot of people out there, honey, in the gay community know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, But things have changed. Now in 2020, femininity and more feminine gay men, androgynous gay men, it's almost like entered into a different level of acceptance now. And yeah, I, I'm optimistic. Maybe I will find love down the road. But in the meanwhile, I'm focusing 100% on my career. But if it comes knocking at my door, honey, the door is wide open. <laughs> I love it. Well, I'm actually an ex-dating coach. Actually, I shouldn't say ex because I'm always trying to help my friends matchmake and everything. And best advice I can give you, Chris, is just to put yourself out there. Just to put yourself out there. It's a numbers game. If you have an opportunity to go and have a drink with someone, do it. You never, ever know. You never know. Just keep doing it. Keep going out there and keep your, putting yourself out there. When the quarantine is over, of course. Oh, I will definitely keep that advice. Thank you so much. I will say this. This is really fun. Many, many years, I always said to everybody, one day, honey, I'm going to be friends with Jay Manuel from America's Next Top Model. And I remember he was on my MySpace and in my locker in high school. And tell me why me and Jay Manuel are now good duties on the internet. <gasps> we follow each other and we actually went live together the other day on Instagram, honey. And you can check that out on my YouTube, oh. youtube.com slash Chris Sapphire. Jay Manuel, honey, yes. is manifested into reality and i tell everybody that is my future husband there you go (laughs) keep those standards high honey (laughs) i love me some jay manuel with that silver hair honey well that was going to be my question what is your celebrity crush but i think you already told us 
Oh, I'll give you another one. I love Maluma. Oh, he is so fine. Maluma, brand new Colombian singer. I've always had a big crush on Enrique Iglesias. Oh. And, oh my gosh, yes, honey. And who <laughs> else? I used to have a big crush on Orlando Bloom, but right now it's all about Maluma and Jay Manuel. Okay, <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh. Well, my last question is I'd really love to know because I've been podcasting for about a year and a half. And I mainly do reality TV stars, you know, from The Bachelor. I have Love is Blind, Now the Circle, thanks to you. And I'd love to talk to your friends if they want to talk to me. I'd love to talk to them and connect with them. What advice can you give someone and anyone listening who is kind of starting out as I'm not a brand new podcaster, but I'm still kind of learning, you know, the ropes. Any advice for us? Oh my gosh, if you're brand new, honey, you're doing a very, very great job. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. The energy has never dipped. I have had no dead air with you. You're great at at giving questions in a great, timely manner. I think you naturally have that talent. And for anybody out there who wants to do TV or radio or anything like that, well, thank God in radio, you can uh, edit. And live TV, honey, you got to just come on with the energy. Because I was doing live TV and I learn keep up that energy but have questions ready folks keep the energy nice and high always be yourself and if you're anxious you're doing something right (laughs) well you know i told you when we were chatting last night i didn't know if i could sleep because i was so excited and so anxious but you are you just made me feel so comfortable immediately and i just felt like we'd known each other for a long time so i appreciate that Oh, no. Thank you so much for having me. I had a wonderful time. You're so good at what you do, and I wish you all the best with your podcast in the future and all that good stuff. Oh, my gosh. Stop. You're going to make me cry. That is so sweet. (laughs) (laughs) That is so sweet. I would love to have you back on at some point and, you know, discuss maybe a new show that comes out or whatever, whatever you're doing. I want to keep in touch with you, of course. And my listeners are just such huge fans, and we are all so grateful for this. And, gosh, what can I say? I just, I'm just... I'm so honored right now. So, oh, yeah. bless you. I seriously am. So thank you so much. And thank you to everybody out there who's listening, honey. Y'all be safe. Use protection. <laughs> and if you're quarantined and you're bored as hell, honey, drink some tequila and turn on the circle. And I will see you there. God bless all of y'all. Don't ever lose the faith. And to all my gay people out there listening, yes, God loves you, honey. Yes, Aww. you go look in the mirror and embrace the love. <laughs> yes, and guys, go follow Chris. Can you tell him where to find you on Instagram, please, and anywhere else? Yes. Y'all can find me on Instagram at Mr. Mr. Chris Sapphire, Twitter slash Chris Sapphire, Facebook slash Chris Sapphire, YouTube slash Chris Sapphire. <laughs> honey, I will see you there. <laughs> so if you didn't get that, it's Chris Sapphire, guys, okay? And don't forget it. <laughs> That's it, honey. The one and only. Oh, the my one gosh. And only. There you well, thank you so much for getting cozy with me. And everyone, thank you so much for listening. You can follow me at Getting Cozy with Aaron on Instagram. And I'm not yet on Twitter, but I will get there. Don't worry. And on Facebook, Getting Cozy with Aaron Hill on my Facebook page. Thank you guys so, so much. Stay safe. And as always, stay cozy. Bye.